ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश टू हंड्रेड एपिसोड देर आर मेनी मेनी फॉर्म्स ऑफ इंडियन स्पिरिचुअल सर्च एंड देर आर ग्रेट डिफरेंसेस बिटवीन देम ऑल कॉन्ट्रडिक्शंस ग्रेट आर्ग्यूमेंट्स फॉर एग्जाम्पल देर आर थ्री मेन करेंट्स ऑफ इंडियन spiritual surge jaina buddhist and hindu there are great theoretical controversies between them because they are all so different hindus accept both god and the soul jainas accept only the soul but not god and buddhists accept neither god nor the soul these are very basic differences but one very interesting thing is that about om all three are unanimously in agreement about pranava or om there is no argument at all they argue about trivia and there is no accord amongst them all but with this word om there is no disagreement it seems that this om is not something theoretical it is something scientific and not only in india but the three major religions outside india judaism islam and christianity also have no disagreement about om although they call it amen that is the only difference otherwise the linguists say that om and amen are one and the same the difference is only because of the linguistic differences in expressing the sound om so is om is the only thing in the whole history of mankind where six important religions of the world are unanimously in agreement they all agree that there is something in it what is this om you can understand it in a few different ways one man's mind is a collection of words what else is there in your mind except words if you take away all the words from your mind you will not have a mind any more your mind is almost like an onion <clears throat> if you peel away all the layers nothing will be left behind your mind is just layers of words what will be left behind if you take away take away all the words what will happen so certainly not mind but an emptiness not mind just emptiness just imagine what mind can be in you if there are no words left what will remain mind is just an accumulation of words and it is with this mind that you do everything good or bad joyous 
or suffering, material or spiritual. Whatsoever you do is with this mind. This Om is not really a word. It is not right to call it a, a word because it has no meaning. It is a sound. A word is a sound which has meaning. Om is a word which has no meaning, just a sound. But in this sound is the essence of all basic sounds. Please kindly note it. In this sound, the essence of all basic sounds are contained. Om, ye, you, M. These are the three basic sounds. As I said to you, Indianism is very much aware of the number three. We know that Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara, Shiva, the three aspects of life, and the electron, proton, and neutron, the three basics of matter according to physics. In the same way, so certainly not mind but an emptiness. Not mind, just emptiness. Just imagine what mind can be in you if there are no words left. What will remain? Mind is just an accumulation of words. And it is with this mind that you do everything, good or bad, joyous or suffering, material or spiritual. Whatsoever you do is with this mind. A-U-M are the three basics of all languages, all speech, all words. All sound is a combination of these three sounds. The three basic sounds are all the three in Om. Or we can say it in this way. From the point of view of sound, Om is the atom. The electron, proton and neutron create the atom of matter. The atom that is created by Om is the atom of consciousness. Om is the atom of mind and the most subtle atom. No atom is more subtle than this. If we split it, scientists say, if we split electron, proton and neutron, the atom will disappear into nothingness. Nothing will be left behind. It will become formless. But in this very splitting, a tremendous energy is released that we know of as atomic fission. An atomic explosion is the release of a tremendous hidden energy that had been binding these three together, the electron, neutron and proton. We have seen it by dropping only one atom bomb on Hiroshima. Within five minutes, 120,000 people were reduced to ash. It was the explosion of one tiny atom, which is not even visible to the naked eye. That much energy is held in it 
because the three components are stuck together and the moment they become free tremendous energy is released in exactly the same way indian wisdom has worked hard on mind and ignored the matter indian wisdom did not focus on matter at all because it felt that to focus on matter would lead nowhere it found that man gains nothing by focusing on matter it is only an illusion that something is gained you feel that there is some gain but your hands remain always empty so in india the matter was ignored instead they explored the mind they felt why not transform the mind which experiences all pleasure and pain happiness and misery in instead of accumulating things which create happiness or misery why not <clears throat> transform the very mind that experiences the happiness or misery this approach was developed in india only after much experience they accumulated material things they discovered that material things accumulate they cease to give happiness they cease to give happiness they observed by removing the causes of misery even while they are being removed the misery starts the misery starts yes to come from something else but it never really ends finally they discovered that happiness or misery have nothing to do with things directly things function only as an excuse a hook for happiness or misery when we go to our houses we hang our coats on a hook or if there is no hook then on to something else on to a door or a window but you will know you will have to hang the coat somewhere or other the hook is the hook is not the essential thing this is why even if you break the hook or make it bigger it will make no difference still the coat will be hung somehow will be hung somehow indian wisdom has found that material things are only hooks and the mind which hangs on to these hooks like a coat is import that is important so if the mind is miserable it will become miserable only on any hook if the mind is happy is a happy mind it will become happy with any hook a peaceful mind will remain peaceful on any hook restless mind will remain restless on any hook hence the question is not of changing hooks the question is transforming the mind so they started working on the mind and the conclusion that they came to from their research on the mind revealed that pranava or om is the atom of the mind can this atom of the mind also be exploded 
if it can be exploded, then this atom will also release enormous energy. Can this atom be exploded? The science of meditation, yoga says, yes, it can be. If fission takes place, if it disappears, then an energy will be released like a fire being born from within. And that fire will burn the personality to ashes, the ego, the past actions, the sins, the virtues, all that a person has done, all his past. See that, the effect, how wonderful it is. This very fire will burn his whole load and his whole burden to ashes. That is what Omkar is. And now, the wise make conscience is the base arani or a wooden plank, a wood used for creating fire. And Om, the top arani, the practice of creating friction by rubbing knowledge between Om arani and conscience arani kindles the fire of knowledge. This fire burns away all bondage, making one free, making one free. Perhaps you have seen, you may have seen Arani kindling wood. Just by rubbing two pieces of this wood together in the right way, fire is created in the ancient days. When the Upanishad was written, this was the only way of making a fire. Either they rubbed flint together, a kind of stone, or they rubbed arani together, a special kind of wood, and fire was created. This is just a symbol. In the symbol, the sage has called conscience the base, the base arani, and om the top arani, and the fire that is created by rubbing these two together will burn the person's whole past, all his actions, all his ignorance to ashes. He will become free liberated. So, Om is one of the arani. I'll sp and then the process of chanting home, of Om is also very special. But the first thing that we have to do is search for the real conscience. Because no fire can be created in your pseudo so-called conscience. No. Nothing can be created in it. It cannot become an RNA. This is why conscience has been taken up earlier in the earlier sessions. First search for conscience and then for the inner sound of Om. You can chant Om in three ways. One is loudly, with your voice, there is the outer chanting. Then you can close the mouth and not use even your tongue, chanting only the mind. This is the chanting of a second, deeper level. It is in the middle. Then there is third and innermost chanting, when we use neither the mouth, nor the throat, nor the mind. And the soundless sound of Om, 
just goes on resonating. When this kind of chanting becomes possible, then the ultimate atomic state of Om has become available. We have the conscience as the base irony, and this ultimate atomic state of Om was as the top irony. Then the fire created from the friction between these two is called the fire of knowing. First, one has to practice Om by chanting out love, by chanting with your voice. Then you close your mouth and chant Om silently within the mind. It all depends on your intensity, how much time each person will need. If the friction is intense, the third level will also happen sooner. Your depth, your thirst will make it happen faster. When the silent chanting becomes so natural that it continues no matter what you are doing, it continues even when you have forgotten about it, then the third level happens. You are walking, you are walking and the silent chanting continues. You are doing some work and it continues. Silent chanting continues. And then you are eating your food and it continues. Slowly, slowly you will come to a state that even when you are talking it will continue within you. It becomes spontaneous and it continues even when you are sleeping. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you will experience is this silent sound, which has been with you during the whole night. When Swami Ramatirtha returned from America, Sardar Purna Singh went with him to the Himalayas. They were sleeping in the same room, and one night, in the middle of the night, Purna Singh was awakened, awakened by the chanting of Rama Rama in the room. He was puzzled. Is Ramatirtha awake and chanting Rama Rama? He went closer, but Ramatirtha was asleep. Actually, he was snoring, which meant that he was in a deep sleep. But the chanting of Rama Rama was still there. He thought, is there someone else in the house making this sound? Afraid, he went out of the house and looked all around with a torch. But as far as he could see, there was nobody on the veranda or nearby. But when he was out on the veranda, he realized... Yes, that made it clear to him that the sound was indoors, but there was only one room. He looked under both the beds to see if there, were, there was someone. While he was looking under Ramatirtha's bed, the sound grew even louder. So he put his ear close to Ramatirtha's heart and found that the sound was emanating from there. Then he put his ear close to Ramatirtha's feet and found that sound was also coming from there. He put his ear close to his hand and found that sound was even coming from there. It was arising from Ramatirtha's 
whole body. He became even more afraid. He shook Ramatirtha, woke him up and asked him, Sir, what is going on? Ramatirtha said, What is there to be startled or afraid about? It has been happening like this for a long time. I myself used to get startled and wonder whether it was coming from somebody else, but now it has become spontaneous. It goes on by itself continuously inside me. You must have been a little silent to be able to hear it, but now relax and go back to sleep. And so, when you we, we, play, we play the role of a doer always, and we have never been a listener. So, we, have, we should learn to listen. The atomic state of Om is then attained. Then Om becomes an irony. Then the explosion of Om in its friction with the base irony of conscience will burn away all that is false in you. After this, you'll never be the same as you were before. You'll have become a different person. It is a second birth. The old man has disappeared. This new man has nothing to do with the old. It is discontinuous with the old. The old man has gone. This is a new man. Until this inner fire has been lit, a man will not become free from the bondage of the world. The final thing, existence has placed the key within you. Whenever you choose to use it, it will free you. If you don't use it, only you are responsible. Thank you very much for your time. We'll meet in the next session.